Wow, Jason, that was a good prayer, man. I wish <laughs> the people got to hear that. Well, they don't. They don't. Come to the studio and you'll be able to hear us. Don't come to my house. Don't come to our house unannounced. It's not clean. Anyway, this oh! is... <laughs> oh, that's so sorry. I was just going to say they weren't welcome. And I thought that's rude to say. So I will say that. And you just... just It's not that it's not clean. We got a lot of stuff to like... Organize and move into. around. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot to get into. I'm looking at our studio right now. So that's where it will help us when you can donate to... Yeah, to patreon.com slash theartofbeing and donate so that we can actually spruce this place up a little bit. That's patreon.com slash theartofbeing. And anyway, this is The Art of Being, the podcast, back Ooh. for another episode. I'm Jason Trader, the Emperor of America, and with me, as always, is the fabulous Millie T. Yay! Art Hello. of Being, the podcast. Starting now. Starting now. <laughs> right now, that just right. happened. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about Noah's Ark, uh, because we recently visited Noah's Ark, the Ark Encounter, it's called, in Kentucky, by Mr. Ken Ham and crew, and it just got us thinking about some of the uh, Noah's Ark's tales and some of the different things that revolve around the Ark. And uh, I want to talk about why it's important to me and uh, a little bit about the facts and evidence that actually prove that the Ark was a real thing and that science actually agrees with the Bible, even though they might not know it. So, Jason, it's called the Ark Experience in, Encounter. in Kentucky, where after you retire from your service in the Marine Corps for 20 years, yes. and, and that's all, give me my paycheck deuces um out yeah. thank you so much for your service by the way thanks you had a nice little party a little shindig right yeah with the fam yeah that's all you wanted really that's all i wanted was the family there because that's all it's about now that you're out you know what i mean like i'm getting out because of family so i can spend more time with them so why wouldn't i want them around me but anyway yeah that's true you've traveled so much we've been apart and and they, they would have sent you away more, I'm sure, so Charlotte might not have had you for some time yeah, in her 100%. life. Yeah, now 100%. this young little girl gets to have her father. So that's really great. God timed it beautifully. Praise to the Most High God for keeping you in the service. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and not ever getting no rank stripes, nothing like that. Nothing. So that's good. Only lifting up more and more. That's good. So, yeah, so we went on our family vacation, the retirement trip. We drove yeah. across America. We God, yeah. spent about two weeks just driving from state to state. And we, yeah. end of our journey and the, the halfway point when we turned around back home was the Ark Encounter. And I think, and, uh, you know, they're not paying us. So, I mean, they should because I'm about to endorse them. But I think everybody should go. I think if you're a Christian Everyone and you have a family, go. you should go. You should go. It's such a testimony to... Whoa. Just well, let's talk yeah. about when you when you when you look at the photos and everything, you're like, whoa, wow, that's that's really nice. That's a big arc. Then when you get there and you hear the big giant drum roll music with the trumpets of the heavens and the sky falling and cracking, and you roll up on this massive monumental arc. It's huge. You're like, God did that, didn't he? It's humongous. Yeah, it's pretty big. And um, not only was it big, but like 
I like the. It was lush and islandy. Yeah. Oh, oh, just the just Gosh. the grounds itself, and we went on an absolute so beautiful. beautiful day in oh, uh, June is the yeah. time when we went, and just mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful. I mean, even just walking around like the botanical gardens mm. of the Creation Museum was just cool, just to be yeah. outside. I mean, yeah, let alone go inside and learn. Yeah. And I think if you've got kids, like we lose, and I've said this before on other podcasts, like we lose our kids after high school. When they're no longer under mom and dad's roof, they're not forced to go to, to uh, church anymore, and now they have to go to church because they want to. Well, college tells them, hey, you remember that myth of Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny? Well, there's another myth called Noah's Ark, mm -hmm. and here's the proof of evolution, and yeah, here's the proof true. of the Ark, and here's the proof of all these things, and the kids go, oh, it was fake this whole time, mm -hmm. and they, they turn from the faith. Jesus, uh, ho, ho, we just uh, touch an anointing yeah. and have all your and children so together in college. Imagine, and imagine my mm. six-year-old now, when she gets to college, and someone says Noah's Ark's fake, mm. she can say, no, 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 I've seen it. I've seen it. And not only have I seen it, but I've seen it work. Because they have Ooh. stuff in there on how to get the poop out, the pee out, Yo, how to get the water let me in. Tell you guys, it's a very I'm thinking it's gonna be like just some dude and his wife done built a duck farm in their backyard. Let me tell you, this was like Disney sponsored this stuff on one thousand. If Disney on, believed on, in on Jesus and wasn't evil, yeah. they would build the ark. Yeah, g g you know, no shots out to Disney whatsoever. All right, hello, uh, back to, but all shots out to, what's the man's name? Ken Ham. Ken Ham and his crew. It, it, what it appears is, so they have a first, there's a big large center you go to, and then they, but, and you sign in, you pay your tickets and everything, and then you bus in over to the, the Ark, and you pass a beautiful park for kids to play, which is like insane, because it's a like rainbow themed, which is really in, exciting, because after we left the ark we let Charlize run around at the park because she always has energy energy to burn yeah always. whether she left a three-story ark tour which you know the ark is three stories inside but yeah there was a rainbow at the end of the 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 trip if you notice that because the park is rainbow themed it's just yeah. beautiful and safe and really cool and magical and like i said a great testimony yeah. and and a great witness and if you go in there and don't just walk around but you actually like read the plaques and take the time Ooh, to look at the videos. Be careful now, the Holy Ghost might get up on you. Yeah, because they, they do a very good job of like, Breaking well actually, you know, science says this, but that's not quite true and here's yeah, proof. Yeah. And then you're looking at the proof inside the ark. Yeah. So here's proof of the ark inside the ark. Ooh. Really cool, uh, definitely do the combo with the Creation Museum. Uh, I would yeah. say uh, we did the Ark first and then the Creation Museum second. Yeah. I really enjoyed that because I feel like if you go to the Creation Museum first, when you start reading the plaques and the arcs, some of it can come a bit redundant. Uh, so going to the Ark first, I would recommend. But, but either way, um, I think it's important to talk about some of the proofs and evidence we have that the Ark actually exists. And, uh, and I'll tell you why. So why it's so important to me is I looked up this stat, right? Because I was thinking after the Ark Encounter and having my child uh, look at it and a witness to her and how she's going to be told by science that the Ark isn't real, that it's not a true story. Uh, one thing uh, that actually leads me to believe that it probably is a true story is every culture on Earth has a flood story. 
Mm-hmm. That means that somebody probably witnessed a flood mm-hmm. somewhere, told mm-hmm. somebody, and it spread. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there's a lot of evidence yeah. just orally yeah. that, yeah. Uh, and some has uh, made it to tablets, that the Ark exists. But I wanted to see, what do Christians believe? Do they believe that the Ark is real? Or do they believe it's just a story to be heard and, oh, that's just a good, great story with some good analogies? Or do they believe that the Ark actually happened? And I couldn't really find that stat. But what I did find, a stat, was it says 81% of the people in the United States of America believe in evolution. 48% believe that God made the evolution happen. And 33% say that Darwin made the evolution happen. So Christians are just edging out the atheist with 48 to 38, but they still are saying that evolution happened and God was the one that created it. I've always had that kind of logic and sense because, you know, I felt that way with a whole bunch of things that we have been exposed to as human beings on this earth. But it literally doesn't make sense when you start peeling back the Bible. It doesn't fit evolution. Because that's, the Bible says, to know. before then Genesis 3, podcast about that. yeah, before Genesis, uh, I thought that's what we were doing. Oh, we're talking about it right <laughs> Is now? Is that not what we were doing? Oh, well, I don't know if you want to get into it. Sometimes you're like, Millie, it's only like a 20, 30 minute podcast. I'd be like, yo, look, man, let's get into this. All right, well, let's get into it. All right, Darwin. So, so uh, in Genesis 3, right, we have Adam and Eve. They eat the, the apple, right? Yeah, they, they did. The, they, well, we don't know if they ate the, the fruit. They ate a fruit of a some fruit. kind. From, some I kind. just ate an apple today. At that moment, I don't think it was God that. said that there's thorns, right? Yeah. And God said that there's now death. Yeah. There was no death before that. Right. So if man and dinosaur never existed at the same time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Man and dinosaur never existed. So let's say evolution is real. Yes. And it took millions of years to get to dinosaurs. Yes. And then it took millions of years from dinosaurs to get to man. How are the dinosaurs dying before Genesis 3? When humans showed up on the planet, they shouldn't have died. They should have just lived forever. And they found fossils with thorns in them. So it can't fit. Yeah, that's... It that, literally can't that, fit. That so the out. fact that a Christian you would say... You found fossils, they say? Oh, they found fossils. The, even just finding a dead dinosaur. Or a fossil with a thorn on it. There was no thorns before Genesis 3. That's true. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, Adam and Eve lived in a lush, beautiful, so, decadent... As know, a Christian, you cannot reconcile mm-hmm. evolution and Christianity. Saying, oh, God right. just made it take a million years. It doesn't fit. The Bible, guys. I never said it took millions of years. That's not the evolution I'm talking about. I'm just talking about things, you know, naturally evolving. Well, there is a thing called speciation. Speciation would be, it used to be a wolf and now it's a poodle. Yeah, that's what I'm that's talking speciation, about. That's speciation, and that's 100% a real thing. And that's sometimes man-made as well. Exactly, but and, and evolution Lee, Lee would Ham- say evolution would say that things speciated and created a new trait, meaning I didn't used to have lungs, but I'm born a retarded monkeyfish that accidentally has lungs, and I can kind of get out of the water, which helps me survive, and then I have a baby, so it has lungs, because it's a retarded monkeyfish. Why would monkey it be a retarded now, monkey fish? Where did the Because it's literally a. Me, it's literally. Uh, well, I don't mean that in a derogatory term. What I mean that is a, a mutation. There's something that happened that that trait just kind of worked for me and allowed me to survive above water 
and then I have a kid who can do the same, and then slowly and surely we're all above water. And oh, that's, I always thought it had to do with a lot of, like, if, let's say there were, you know, uh, fish that jump up out of water or something. Like, you ever see jumping fish? Yeah, well, the fish would jump out of the water and die. And then, except for me, no, the retarded no, no, no. fish. I'm talking about the, jump, the, the mutated fish, that, fish. The, the schools Stop of fish that, that actually swim and jump. You ever see them? Yes. What if, they like, what if they're, like, related to dolphins in some type of way? Or something. They're like the rest of them. Are like, what are you talking we form about? Holes. We're out of here. Well, we can breathe out. Of yeah, evolution would say like, that they that they encountered a species uh, or a guy or a girl or whatever of a certain amoeba or fish-like object that had a mutation that allowed it to breathe out of water that caused it to survive better than the other. Right. Fish. Right. That's something I'd still believe. But that's creating that God just is we, like it's life. It's it, it's formed. People going, get Oh 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 are you saying it it it, it 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 it's only because that's are you saying it's only because Adam and Eve ate the fruit is the reason why some things deform in a, a different way? No, I'm saying that the things have the ability to speciate. That God, oh, okay. He created us to be fruitful and multiply. So that's what we do. So that's what I'm saying. So things didn't evolve or speciate mm -hmm. because of Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. That probably would have taken place anyway. Right. Evolution so would say... Ev I thought that was evolution. Okay. No, evolution would say it's the gaining of a new trait that allowed that thing to survive and become a new no, thing. No, I don't think it would be a new trait. That, that means, is what they does say. Does that mean like other things lay with other things? No, it's it's literally a mutation. That's why I use the word retarded monkey fish. Because it's literally a mutation that happened in I me. I don't know what a retarded monkey fish is. I mean actual specific. They more. say that humankind was once an amoeba that dwelt in this amino acid goop. Ugh. And we crawled out and learned to breathe That's how they on the outside. Life is formed? Yes. Oh no, no, that's too. That okay? I can see how they might think that logically because hold on, because you know it has to. That piece of goop has to adapt to uh, its its new environment, and and then it grows arms, and then it grows legs and feet. But right. And toes, and then heart, and then and thoughts and emotions, and yeah, that's what they and, say. And, and form more babies the way that we form babies and yes. birth them through our vagina. That that all took a million years to develop. Ah, uh, whoo! That okay. And that sense, that sounds like almost something about Peter Pan. It sounds almost too like fairy tale. Yeah, and they what we witness because we we forget. When we hear the word science, you, like you think of scientific method. That's what you think of because that's what you're taught in your school. Meaning, if I take this chemical and mm -hmm. this chemical mm -hmm. and I mix them, it right. creates this chemical or this explosion so or whatever. That's what and I can, hold on, okay. and I can redo that in a lab every time. Okay. Every time I take chemical A and chemical B, mm -hmm. it'll have the same reaction every time. Boom, science. I have just made a scientific law, right? Science just happened. So, uh, People, when they think of evolution, they think of the same thing. Oh, I can test it. I can recreate it. You can't recreate evolution. Ooh. We don't have millions of years. So don't put them in the same category. Well, wait, wait, so, and, okay, so don't put science and evolution yeah, in the same we category? Have, yeah, 
Heck yeah. Ooh. I don't think they should be in the same category at all because it is a Ooh. historical thing that we cannot recreate. So it's not scientific. It's theoretical. It's philosophical. Well, well hold on. It's philosophical just like a religion is philosophical. Right, that is very I have to come up with these ideas to put it in. It's philosophical. That's very philosophical. I will have to say that because the next idea would be like, well, then in another million years, we would form some type of turned after popcorn people or something right, like that. Right, right. According to them. Right, exactly. According to anyone who believes in evolution, we could end up being talking houses and doorknobs from Alice in Wonderland. Exactly. But Oh my god. But what we like have it. observed and again, science is something you can observe. I can see chemical A and chemical B. What like I have observed robots. is that when two wolves have a baby, if both of those wolves have super curly hair, their baby will have super curly hair. And if that baby has a baby wolf with another curly haired dog, it's gonna be even more curly haired. And eventually I'm gonna end up with a poodle, right? Right. But the poodle has less traits than a wolf. It has been removed. Mm -hmm. We have seen the falling off of traits like size, uh, the ability to hunt, their senses. Mm -hmm. We we see things slowly be removed. We From never see things, yeah, to get a new thing. Yeah. It's still the same species, yeah. but it's a different thing. Oh. But we've never seen something added. I've never seen a human born with a third eye that just works. Yeah. That's in the back of their head and it works. Yeah, that's true. Now maybe there's a mutation where someone has some weird thing, but it doesn't work right because it's yeah. it's a it's 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 uh, a that, mutation yeah. of a of a trait. Yeah. So we see things fall off, not see things added on. Ooh. So evolution doesn't make sense through observational would, yeah, science. That means we would end up being back to nothing blobs again or something. I right. We've never right. Seen or it. whatever, but uh, again and and Ugh. and they have their, That seems quite meaningless, doesn't it? It is. When you die, you just die. That seems like you that seems very meaningless and I don't I really want to detach myself from that if that's the actual fact of what they believe. Hmm. It is. It is the Gross. fact. And so you cannot. I don't like to. And I think it's that's why it's so important to go to the Creation Museum and and get involved. And I like in, that how you broke that down to me because like I don't I don't know I'm new to evolution. All I mean, like one lady at the Creation Museum, she was like, they sure do like dinosaurs around here, and she was like very upset that they mm -hmm. had so many dinosaurs. So, why are you upset, lady? Well, I'm upset because they have a bunch of dinosaurs, but dinosaurs existed millions of years ago. So she was upset that the Creation Museum had dinosaurs because it didn't make sense with what she was told by the secular scientific oh, world. Right. And so she's like, well, that disproves this whole place. And I'm like, as a matter of fact, ma'am, that proves this whole place because... The dinosaurs being here? Yeah, because, because it, it actually is a scientific theory, and it's a theory too. Yeah. We know Noah's Ark happened because the Bible said, but we don't really know a lot about dinosaurs because we have only fill these theories where we can look at historical data and try to draw conclusions. I mean, dinosaurs could have all been like Barney and been pink and purple and love to give hugs. Oh my I mean, T-Rex's arms so were small so he could hug humans. <laughs> That's why they're so small. If they were bigger, he would have crushed them. I don't know. We don't know. The point is we don't know about but dinosaurs. In, what I did like about the Creation Museum is that they did explain T-Rex's... Uh, sharp talons and sharp teeth like he was eating big giant bushels of watermelon just he had to grab this huge watermelon plant 
and gobble it down and you know well because before a watermelon from a tree before genesis so. 3 everybody was a vegetarian there was no death yeah. so animals didn't eat animals mm. and so when we say t-rex was a big meat eater we draw that conclusion simply by looking at his teeth right and saying things with sharp teeth most likely eat uh animals well you look at the fruit bat it has these jagged dinosaur-like yeah. sharp teeth yeah. and it eats fruit Right. There's right. a deer in, I think it's China or Japan that has fangs. Yeah. As these big, look it up, look at the, and they the probably deer with still fangs. Eat plants, huh? And it still eats plants. Yeah. So when we say T Rex ate meat, yeah. we're making an assumption. Yes, the Creation Museum had a wonderful explanation of that, which was basically that you know how the big brontosaurus is using its big giant neck to reach up and grab and, and take chunk out of a big planty tree well the t-rex did the same thing with his big giant head but he used it to anchor and pull down giant watermelons from you know and, and get his teeth in a watermelon it's very thick rind in a watermelon yeah and maybe he had to really brace it and bungee it back and gobble it yeah, down. I, mean, and I was just it was just beautiful the reason why i'm going on about it because it was all in 3d you got to see the creation museum see it Oh, they did have a little Adam 3D and Eve show. And, yeah, those three and shows. And how pretty God cool. created um, Earth, and they start with um, in the beginning, God. Created. Yeah, we bought a bunch of books there and a bunch of curriculum for our kids and yeah, stuff about too. Three, three or four reading books for ourselves. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It's it's a a big park, great park, but. But anyway, so um, I think it's a must go for Christians, uh, not only because it's a. Uh, uh, supports a fellow Christian and a fellow Christian community that actually puts forth scientific research from a Christian perspective, but also because it's a great witness to you and your family to reinforce your belief. And at yeah. the end of the museum mm -hmm. is the salvation story. And yeah. I think that's so important because a lot of people, they get uh, real caught up with, mm -hmm. um, oh, let me prove that giants once rolled, roomed, or roomed, rolled. I'm going to get this word out eventually. They prove that giants once roamed the earth, mm -hmm. and that's huge to them because it proves uh, the Bible, the evidences of, of the Bible. But then that's all they focus on. They focus right. on the giants, the giants, the giants. Well, forget we're trying to. But the, it's all about salvation. Get to heaven and that's right. The most high God. And that's right. So the reason we're trying to him. prove Noah's Ark and disprove evolution, and th and this is part of my problem. And I'm going to go on a little rant. Can I go down a, a rant here? A rant? Can I rantify? Anyway, this is part of the problem I have with a lot of people that deal with abortion, uh, that fight evolution, and these people are fighting it with their congressmen or their mayors or they're doing protests or whatever. And if that's what God called you to do, I will never say, don't do what God told you to do. Right. But what I would say is, why are you protesting abortion? Why are we protesting evolution? Why am I doing a podcast about seeing Noah's Ark and about talking about why it's important to disprove evolution? So that I could prove Yeshua. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it so that, haha, I'm a Christian, I'm right. And then the guy goes, well, I guess you're right. And then he goes about his business sinning. And I go to my church feeling reinforced and strong in faith. We do this and we do yeah. these things as a witness. To so, save souls because that's right. people are hurting out So there. take a secular friend with yeah. you. Hey, guys, we're going to see this big old thing. Let's go take a look. They got petting zoos, yeah. you know, and other things that... Yeah, places to eat. Uh, they have a stage. They have ice cream uh, uh, shops. They have birds. They have all kinds of just lush gardens. They also have gardens. some random 15-year-old arguing with you about 
literature in early <laughs> Babylon. Yeah, Jason. That Jason, kid would leave me alone, man. Jason, I'm like, kid, you're wrong. Jason and what appeared to be definitely a loner and an only child, probably. I never saw an adult near him. And every time I saw him, he wanted Dude. to explain what he was reading. He wanted to talk about writing. They were talking about Egyptian writing, the first writing. Uh, the first humans to write. Yeah, and, and Jason, were, they were talking about the Babylonians. They were talking about Hebrew writing, inscription, and going backwards and forwards, and this symbol and that symbol. That because there is a room. You guys, there's a room about every single thing that you could think about, about the Bible there or, or God's creation, and your questions that you may have about this earth at the Creation Museum and at the Ark Encounter in Kentucky. The Creation Museum is in Illinois, right? No, no, they're both in Kentucky. No they're, way, for real? Yeah, they're really close to the border, oh, though. Say, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the Creation Museum's been around for a while, maybe 13 years, I'm not sure, but Noah's Ark Encounter is no. only about three years old. Yeah. It's brand new. So we're excited to get the word out to definitely go to that. It's a family-friendly place for sure. Everybody needs to go to the Ark Museum because it's such a witness and such a testimony uh, to everybody, um, and bring a non-Christian friend, you know, Be, bring a witness to him, because it is definitely all about, uh, Yeshua and, and his time. What was your favorite part of the Ark Millicent? What did you like the most when you were there? Uh, I like, <laughs> I like the people that were there. I like that it was great, perfect weather, it was beautiful land, and it was crowded, but still not as bad where you couldn't walk around and do anything you know they said they get about a thousand over a thousand people a day I could believe that it, it was more packed than I thought it was going to be like I said I thought it was going to be some guy in his backyard with some goats and some donkeys saying you know pet you know pet it was an expensive project was, they put a lot into it it was definitely something well thought out it looked like something God would build. It looked like just like Noah's Ark. It it was an Ark experience. Like you felt like you got a great idea of what it was like for them on the Ark. They had a lot of work to do. It was uh, rooms for feeding animals and taking care of them and yeah, everything. Noah's room where he would write everything down and he had a a, a world atlas which which was uh. The land was a lot closer. Everything it was, was connected. A completely yeah. different map I had never seen. Pangea or Guandwana land for those gorgeous, of you who know the, gorgeous, the references for gorgeous. the. Gorgeous. It was quite an signs. experience. And I love that after the second floor, they had a little snack area where you can buy any sandwiches or pop or um, anything. Just like, you know, t shirts. Don't you say pop? Yeah, I like saying pop. But you you didn't grow up saying pop. I did you not you grow up changed pop. you have literally changed the, your I, vocabulary. I, I grew up saying soda, but I don't like to say the things that I you know, I like to say what right, I like pop. to say. I like to say what I like to say. Okay. Yes. That's cute that you noticed that. Um yes, I did not growing up saying soda in the <laughs> East Coast. I got my podcast vocabulary I was out. In the South, words like we pop. didn't say pop. I was uh, but um anyway, um so you, you just enjoyed the overall experience. I just it just blew my mind. So yeah, because I, I I guess I expected like I said. Well, when you expect like you know some side of the road attraction, 
versus this is like okay this is a theme park okay i got it as soon as i got through the gates and the lion king music was playing by the way it wasn't lion king it was just some epic music sounded like something that could have been like jurassic park or oh jurassic park or superman yeah, in the 90s star wars just some big yeah just big you knew you were about to be a part of something epic yeah. That's what happened. And then you, you get up through the arc and you hear the rain coming in and the thunderstorm. You're like, it makes you want to like rush into the arc like like it's about to rain on you. It's just really um, thorough. Yeah, and our, our daughters, uh, she's not here, but I uh, her favorite part of the arc and the Creation Museum uh, as well was the same thing. And she liked the interactive uh, buttons. So, for instance, one... You could ask a question to Noah, and the question oh, would yeah. read on the screen. There's a bunch of questions on the screen, and like, how old are you, Noah? And if you tap that, the Noah character in front of you, who is an automated mannequin, uh, Ooh, like yeah. little machine-looking guy, would answer how old he is when he hit the ark, how old, how long he was on the ark, mm-hmm. how, when he died. You can ask him about his wife. You can ask him about his kids. And then uh, that one, and then she spent tons of time for whatever reason on the bug one. Remember? She was in that bug room, oh, pulling up the different bugs forever. I, I think it had a lot to do with, again, being able to ask questions and having the machines respond back to her. Yeah, she yeah. really liked those. And she really had a lot of time to get one-on-one time to have this. That bug room was uh, intense. Yeah, there's a lot of bugs, man. <laughs> it was, uh, this place, you could tell that the underlying note of this place is that God exists. Yeah, because how amazing bugs are, and they yeah, do amazing things. Yeah, you're looking at bugs, and you're just like... Bugs that breathe fire, and, like, literally, God. literally breathe fire, and, uh, that fly, and that dig, and that all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff, and, uh, yeah, I think that that was their point, mm-hmm. was, look how amazing these things are, this isn't yeah. an accident. And, and even yeah. they go into the ice age, they go into, yeah, they really, uh, layers of ice, and, and, uh, the mammoths. That's an episode I actually have for another they, day, we'll yeah. do that layers of ice as a separate episode. Let's, why not get into it, I told you we should record, like, constantly or I know but we'll do it as a separate episode I'll I'll do some specific research of why it's important and stuff but that's a cool point to bring up actually yeah so they just they just have a lot of evidence yeah and you got to touch a real fossil there we got to touch an actual fossil there yeah yeah that was cool and uh they have like a lot of actual evidence so they have like a a fossil of a fish eating a fish and they're saying it couldn't have taken millions of years for that fish to eat the other fish clearly fossils don't take millions of years to form they only take moments to form, and the re- the moment was the moment of the flood, and that flash flood created all the fossils oh, that we have that's today. The, that's the fossils was from the giant flood that we had. Yes, that, that's, that's where the they come from. Yeah, and so, so they like, have like mm-hmm. actual evidence. Yeah, like not just like conjecture, but real evidence I, I, on why I'm God's glad you word brought that up. Is the right way because. I believe while I was there, I was like, people should go here definitely if you believe in God, just to support this place and 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 to have this experience because it really will just take you to a place where it makes you reassure your faith. It reassures your faith in God at this place. But definitely for people who have questions, does God exist? How could this happen? You know, how are miracles done? Yo, you might want to check this out, but I don't know. We come in there with a little bit of belief and faith. But if you if you have questions, I think that 
that would be you have to go to that place if you're a science head if you're a geek head if you like any of yeah. those type every of room of the museum if your kid likes a dinosaur if you've seen jurassic park yeah it's so elaborate that every <laughs> anything every room in the museum and every room in the ark could be a podcast all by itself that's cool. how elaborate it is it's so you literally could walk into the yeah. seed room of the ark where they have all these barrels of seeds that no yeah. one would have been collecting yeah. uh for harvesting later and i could do a whole episode just on that i mean it was that elaborate i mean that that every room could be its own thing it, it was, was amazing, really cool guys. yeah I, I would go back again as i would well. too i would, I would too. definitely go back and then i would go back mm-hmm. and sit around at mm-hmm. the writing place yeah. just so that kid could come back Oh, I can tell, <laughs> oh I can tell that little know-it-all. So I actually talked to the the kid separately in that room, and then in another place, and then I actually talked to. Um, he's really into ancient the, writing. Some other two people twice before, and I. And I he's saw not them right. All, yeah, I saw them all three together. He, uh, he may or may not be right, but after meeting him, and he was he was uh, he was there with his uh, uncle or aunt or something. I think it was his grandma or No, it was like their, his niece or nephew. Oh, okay. I met them all together. And he had a whole notebook full of these writings. And he was showing me, like, on his phone, like, um, a YouTube channel or something. He's in, he, he, he does this all day and all night. You don't have anything to do. This is what he does. He so. studies ancient yeah, writing? He, yeah. He, well, he needs he to check it. his hypotenuse, because <laughs> he ain't got it right. <laughs> Well, if you're listening, little buddy, keep on going, you know, keep studying. You no, know. stop. Stop maybe, studying. Maybe join a group and get some other no, outside. stop studying. <laughs> Start playing video games. Oh, man. And yeah, just go be, yeah, go be a kid because you're yeah. not good at your research. Because yeah. if that's all you do all day and you get it wrong. Yeah, bless him. But um, but that's a, that's what we mean. That's the place to be. If you have theories He's on... like, saw me in the garden later, too. <laughs> and he's like... Hey, if you go inside to the second room on the left, you can see some Neo-Babylonian writing that helps prove my point. I'm like, brah, brah, yeah, back was, up it off me, intense, you guys. Back so, up but off But listen, me. this is a family place. It so is. It was cool. When you go there with your theories, don't be fighting with nobody. Well, I felt that people were more... I, I don't know if it, everybody's just like a loving Christian in that place. I mean, that can't mm-hmm. be true. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just felt that everybody was... Very friendly. Like when you just start yeah. reading something and just talk to the person well, next to you. All like, people who were there that I had spoken to or spoke freely about the Most High God. So I believe yeah. that they did believe in Jesus. It was a very sure. friendly place. The staff yeah. was uh, on point. Yeah. Very friendly, loving staff. I like the ice, fresh ice cream at the cream. Yeah, and then the fudge that they made like right there was really dope. Yeah, the too. fudge was at Noah's Ark. The fresh ice cream was at the Creation Museum. Um, I also, and I believe you spoke about this before, but I also like there's this very intense moment of the fall of man inside the ark. Oh, yeah, that was intense. I covered our daughter's eyes and just walked her through to the other side, sat her down and went back through because it was intense. It was an intense moment where you could actually kind of see where God would be like, I'm going to drown these people. Uh, that's it. I'm drowning all of them. No, you're cool. Get on a boat. I'm done. I am drowning these people. And, and, and that's what I mean by intention. It really took you through where we might blame God for so much bad that goes on the earth. And we don't understand that we make so much mistakes and our own mistakes. And I had to learn that, too. Myself, I was... 
fussing at God for something, and I realized, dang, it is not even this dude's fault at all. No, no. it's our fault. No, exactly. God He's the one trying to yeah. fix it all, reconcile right, it. Right, right. You know, so that was that was something done so well. You know, it could really bring a tear to my eye, really, right now to think about how beautiful it was. It was dark, yeah. but it was lovely and beautiful, and you could see salvation message. So it's not just like men are wicked, people are wicked. It's it's like you're wicked, but there's hope. There's, yeah, uh, there's and, a, a way out. Yeah, because there was more uh, a surprise after that with the the story of. They had a little car crash story that's yeah. like a, that leads to salvation or something. It, you could just tell it was just a thorough. I they got really to went all out. This place, you should support this place too. Yeah, take we got your to whole see, church out there, your whole field. Yeah, and they yeah. do um, they trip. do pastor conferences and stuff out there. Oh, they man. do uh, they have a big auditorium theater that we went and saw Ken Ham actually speak, and they do a lot of speaking engagements there yeah. too. And I, and I recommend that you guys check it out. Get on mm -hmm. Answers in Genesis. Uh, dot com on the internet machine and uh, and look it up because I've I've learned a lot from it. I think that they've had a profound impact on on my ministry and my belief because I I love science and I used to love watching you know Neil like De, you know Neil deGrasse facts. Tyson talk about the stars and but I have to listen to atheists talk about it mm. and it's finally good to be able to hear it, scientists yeah. from Christians yeah. that say no 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 God made that and here's mm. here's how it works. Yeah. You know, and that stuff is so wasn't, much more interesting wasn't to me. There, wasn't there an auditorium or something we went to? There's a couple auditoriums. No, we went to, the, was it? The, they have like one at each spot. What's the auditorium where you lay back and you see the stars? Oh, planetarium. Yeah, they had a couple. Like a couple the planetarium was dope, shows. man. Yeah, to see the, the size of the universe to scale, that was Ooh, that That crazy. would blow your mind. I think, yes, I'm done with this podcast. Just, just go. Just go. Just go. Just go. Just go, yeah. And I would, I, for us, we went closer to closing, right? So, I'm yeah. Gonna, oh yeah, yeah, we didn't go early in the morning. We went kind of in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. which which was yeah. better, I think, for traffic. Uh, I didn't really have a problem with traffic. There was a lot of people there. Um, don't believe a lot of the fake mm -hmm. hype. I mean, they literally used the words "fake news," which cracked us up. But they like the secular news media loves to lie about the ark apparently it's really odd that they love to lie about the ark so much they said oh, yeah. that, remember they said there yeah. was flood damage on the ark and they were making fun of it because the ark shouldn't flood totally fake no flood damage at all it's a matter of fact so high up on a hill that if it did flood the whole state would be underwater mm -hmm. it's like the highest I, hill in the I state i made it my business to go to like cnn.com or cbs or whatever website or post um posted that noah's ark flooded and they did it in such a slick way. Some blatantly lied and said Noah's Ark flooded. And some was saying, you know, there's a flood around the Ark, you know, where they were like, well, we it, didn't say it. It's but a it's teasing basically way, but... to, is the word generalize? No, I think to it was lead. to discredit and no, to but there's make an fun actual of. Word. There's a word leading. No, misleading. All that stuff to basically disprove God and put God in a bad light. And I tell you what. I don't want to say a plague on both your houses or them, but don't, oh, we be don't, coming, need to. don't be coming at God like that. Yeah, and um, don't come at God. There's a lot of stuff I've seen on YouTube too because I like to look stuff up first I and be laugh at God. prepared. Um, so there's a lot of stuff on YouTube that'll say like this is a, a ten million dollar failure and nobody goes and it's really? a complete failure. And you can watch videos on why it's bad. And when then you go there mm -hmm. and 
it's a successful business. Yeah. Millions of people visit it every year. Yeah. As a matter of fact, millions of people visit online just we to try to see it who can't come. Tons of people there. Tons of people there. Wow. And we were there on like an off time. And there was tons well, of people Well, we were there, there nearing closing, and so it was like... And it, but it wasn't summer yet. It wasn't a vacation day. It was like a regular work day. It was beautiful. And um, I did want to say that... So don't believe the lies. Anything else you want to add? No. That's pretty much all I got to say. I got some podcasts that will come out of this. Um, I've got some research for other podcasts for other days, and... We could possibly kick those yes. off. Uh, but basically, sure this podcast yeah, keep in touch with us. is just our endorsement of the ARC. For and sure. to say that there's a lot of things in there that science and religion agree on, but they just think that it's coming from a different direction. And uh, it's very interesting to do some research. Mm -hmm. So get on AmateursInGenesis.com. Again, they don't sponsor us, so we're doing this out of the kindness of our heart. Uh, and uh, take a look. And Forget the kindness of our heart. We're doing this for the kingdom, man. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You need to take your family and your children and your grandchildren and take them out to the Noah's Ark experience. Buy tickets for everybody. It's just fun. It's yeah, just and, fun and we had a good time family-wise because we drove there, and it was completely opposite end of the yeah. country for us. So it took us a long time to drive there. We got to see a lot of yeah. the America. We got yeah. to stop at cool places. We got to see Buffalo. And all kinds of cool I was stuff. freaking out. Was, they were they're beautiful. Yeah. They're giant. They're like, imagine giant couches with a whole bunch of shaggy dreadlocks on them. But with big buffalo heads and horns. Sure. I would describe a buffalo as a buffalo. It was stunning. <laughs> I, I love them. I was scared of them. I was very close. Yeah, we were real close to him. But anyway, we recommend it. So uh, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast, guys. Get it out there. This is The Art of Being, the podcast. We can be found on Facebook. We can be found on Twitter at The Real Art Being. Right we're on, on Patreon.com slash The Art of Being. Uh, and we're on SoundCloud.com. We can also be found wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. We love you guys, and we look forward to uh, growing in Christ with you next time. Bye. Bye.